Hello, and welcome to the Independent Oxford podcast in collaboration with Oxford City Council. Discover the stories behind Oxford's businesses and famous landmarks from those who live and work here. In this episode, we're talking to Daniela Cromwell, shop manager at Fairtrade St Michael's. Fairtrade St Michael's was the first shop in Oxford to offer a high quality range of fairly traded goods from across the globe and they pride themselves on great customer service and on being kind to the planet too. Hi Daniela. Hello Rosie. How are you doing? I'm doing good thank you. So just tell us a bit about yourself. So I, I've i been living in Oxford for many years now. I think I've stopped counting at about 17, 18. So there's probably on about 19 now. Yes, I've been managing Fairtrade at St. Michael's since 2015. and um, But the shop itself has been here for, we just had our 17th anniversary almost exactly a month ago. So the end of October. So tell us a bit more about how the shop started and what's the kind of core values of, of fair trade at St. Michael's? Yeah, so basically, it was just a few ladies who were already very passionate about fair trade. And this, yeah, this was, I guess, 17 years ago. And one of them um, had some some lovely items from Peru and South America. Um, so she's a, she's a real ambassador for for fair trade. Her name's Judith, and yeah, so she helped provide some stock, and and a few ladies just decided to do a pop up shop in the basement of St Michael's Church, um, which was a free space, you know, it was an open space at that time, not being used for anything else. And um, it was just before Christmas, and we thought, oh well, you know, they'll see see how it goes. And it was such a success that they asked the church if they could continue with the space, renting the space, and just to see how it went. And it started off just primarily as volunteers working to build up a bit of income for the shop. And then I think after about five years, they were able to start employing members of staff. But there's always been a very strong element of including volunteers and there being volunteers just to allow people to either get kind of a bit of a stepping stone to getting back into the workforce um, the workplace if they've been out of work or just kind of building confidence and just being a space where, where people can learn about fair trade but without the pressures of maybe that might come with a normal job that's very much I guess part of our, our core values is is being an inclusive space for for all sorts of different people that come through our doors not just as customers but um, as as volunteers as well and yeah, we're set up as a cooperative. So we have a board of, of directors, so five directors. So two two of the original founders, Kate and Claire, are, are on the, the board and they are very much, well, the directors are very much the backbone of the business, um, even though they're, they're in, you know, behind the scenes, they they are very supportive and just help help make sure we're going in the direction. So it's, it's for me, it's been a really wonderful experience of learning about cooperatives and, and seeing how well it can actually work. And just, just with the, you know, I think I feel very blessed to have 
a team that that have got such a you know an array of of skills and and experience to to help keep this business going amazing so tell us about the fair trade community and you know what what kind of support and kind of collaboration do you get through through that space yeah so we are actually um, members of so it's called BAFS which is the British Association of Fair Trade Shops and Suppliers so that just means that you know a, a high percentage of the stock that we sell is fair trade registered and accredited so not everything that we sell is is fair trade because some some producers it's it's quite expensive for them to go down that route but we but you know everything we sell is is certainly ethical environmentally friendly and fair trade if 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 that's possible so the baths is it's yeah it's a, it's a national network of fair trade yeah shops and suppliers across the UK and we we've been meeting much more regularly on on Zoom I'm actually on the board for that so that's it's a really good way of of just getting to know more about the different shops that are trading around the country which I never really had so much of an insight into because in England it's it's quite different to mainland Europe where um, fair trade shops are very much more independently run whereas in Europe it kind of a bit more of a you know people buy their stock from one kind of main supplier whereas each shop is it's up to them to find their own suppliers and to choose their own suppliers and I guess having this network it's kind of a way of sharing information so we have a Facebook page so all the different shops can communicate with each other any questions or issues or challenges Um, so even though we might not all see each other face to face um, regularly we we have that you know that avenue and that that means of communication and then we meet all the all the members we we have a an AGM um, and a conference once a year where you know we get to hear new producers or hear their stories um, and just hear more about from, from people themselves what's what life is like in 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 their own country and you know how it is how fair trade supports them as well yeah that's great what an amazing network it must be yeah it must be great to kind of feel like you're doing something of real purpose uh when you're working in that that space yeah absolutely so tell us about your plans for reopening next week and what what you have in store for for christmas at fair trade st michael's yeah so we've been busy trying to think of ways that we can you know just keep things moving and 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 changing with the times and i think because uh, there's so much has gone online now so we we were fortunate enough to actually go live on our website just a week before second lockdown so we've been busy putting new products onto our online shop and yeah we're hoping to get postable hamper box going so yeah the, we've got so they're just just a cardboard sort of a4 size or shaped box that people can put put different food items into um you can either come in and create create your own put your own items together or we'll we'll probably have some set set ones on the website if you just if it's easier to just choose something that's already been made up so yeah that's a bit of a new thing so it's kind of a bit of a work work in progress and 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 just to to check on our website for any updates on that it'll be up there and then also, I think for those who are still nervous about about shopping, I know I've been hearing lots of people are kind of saying they don't really want to to be coming into shops, which obviously is a bit concerning for us. But hopefully that won't be the case. But I think for those who are, we will be providing 30 minute 
a sort of personal shopping slots before and after our normal opening hours um, just on a Thursday, just because that's just what we've got capacity for at the minute. But um, so nine till 10 to either a group or um, or an individual could could book in a half an hour slot to do their their Christmas shopping. And then from five, five, to, five to six on a on the Thursday evening as well. So I think yeah we'll we'll start off with that and see see how it goes so people will be able to book it you know book in a book in a slot. Great. How do you feel about being in Oxford? What's what's the kind of best thing about being a shop in the in the city centre? Well, you know it it's I think because there's not a lot of um, fair trade isn't that even though I mean Oxford is a fair trade city which is fantastic and and we've got the fair trade coalition which does amazing work as well. There's not it's not an obvious I don't feel that there's an obvious presence of a fair trade necessarily um I mean we don't have a co-op cooperative supermarket for example in the city centre so I feel it's a real privilege to be able to be in the city centre and just to be as I say the only fair trade shop in the city centre just for people to do their essential shopping but as well as doing their you know buying gifts for people um and I think it's just helpful to be you know I love I love the covered market there are you know there are a few few independents um, in the city centre, so it's just it's it's kind of nice to to be part of a, a group in that sense and have a presence of independence because I think it's it's so hard in Oxford as it is to be an independent in the city centre. So, but it's wonderful. I think with Indie Oxford and I know the city council have you know so much has changed over the years, so it's it's good to be part of that. This podcast forms part of a collaborative project between Independent Oxford and Oxford City Council to support the city's independent businesses this year.